in the squadron. They called him Bullets, but we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. No, just saw the tape, the Paul Pelosi home invasion. And, um, wow, it, um, yeah, he got hit in the head all right, it looks like. Um, uh, oh, you got it all queued up, okay? So uh, let, me, let me do me a favor. Let's do it on, on when I call. I'm going to say one, two, three, and then roll it so I can look at it at the same time you guys are listening to it, all right? Fair enough. All right, let's see here. Let's go from the top here. Okay, ready? One, two, three, roll it. Yes? Oh, come on. All right, let's do it again. Ow. Let's stop it. Let's do it from the top. Ready? Refresh. One, two, three, go. Yeah, definitely don't want all of here. All right, cops walking up to the mansion. Everything's quiet and ordinary. Knocking on the door. And the door opens. You can't tell who opens it. Yeah. It's DePape it and Pelosi standing there. Hold on. 2640, right? no, 2640. Oh, yeah, it literally said in there. Hi. Guys. How you doing? Oh, yeah. What's going on, man? Everything's good. Stop it. Hi. Drop the hand. All right, hold on. So they're... There are two guys standing there. Uh, they're both. They have a their hand on each has one hand on a hammer, but very bizarrely, Paul Pelosi in his left hand seems to have what appears to be a drink with ice and lime in it. Left hand has a drink. Right hand, he's got his hand on a hammer, and and he says hi, and he momentarily smiles at the pape. Is holding the hammer too, and then he starts wrestling from it. And you hear the guy just said, "Drop the hammer," and then they struggle, and he's about to he's about to pick it up and and hit Pelosi over the head. Keep going. Hi. Drop the hammer. Um. Nope. Hey. 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 What is Pardon going on? Right I'm now? not getting an answer. I'm calling. Bro. Oh, oh, oh shit. Oh. All right. One bad word. Sh. No big deal. You don't actually see the hammer hit his head, but I'm sure it did. And DePape picks it up really high. All good here. And then he picks it up really high and uh, hits him. And Pelosi's out cold, it looks like. And then they're all over this other guy trying to arrest him. There's ice all over the floor from the what appears to have been a mixed drink. And that's that. That's the whole thing. And just look. Um, the authorities were really strange about this from the get-go. Maybe they overreacted because it was a VIP, a very important person, the husband of uh, the Speaker of the House. But they were so circumspect and so strange in their pronouncements and so reluctant to take questions. And and then there was this emotional overreaction by the police chief and then an underreaction. Anyway, um, keep looking. Now I'm looking at it's silent video. And you got Paul, Paul, you got this guy to pape. It looks like to pape swinging an axe on the door right outside the house, trying to get in. And he goes in, he breaks into the house. He breaks in. 
really is too bad that the authorities did not describe this footage more accurately and more directly right off the bat. There are some unusual things, but in any any situation, there's some un- unusual things. Not everything's going to make sense. It doesn't make sense to me that he has a drink in his hand, but who the hell knows what, you know, I mean, in the history of attacks, home invasions, did anybody ever make themselves a drink? I guess maybe once, maybe twice, maybe this time. Why the hell didn't the police put it out when they had it? It's It looks pretty clear that the pape breaks into the house. Why didn't they put that out right away? Were they encouraging all this? You, you do remember, right away they started saying that this is January 6th. This is all January 6th related. This is all related to COVID. This is all related to anti-vaxxers. This is all related to MAGA. And they tried to exploit this for political benefit. Instead of saying what is off is just happens all the time, there are kooks out there. There are weirdos and kooks, and they do weirdo crazy stuff. And they watch the news, and they don't, they misreact, they overreact. They're, we don't conduct ourselves with the idea that some lunatic will overreact. Are we supposed to che- talk to each other like children? Everything was fine with the election. Yes. Everything is fine with the vaccine. Yes. Are we, are we supposed to talk to each other like children? No, we can't be real because some maniac might, might do something. I wonder if we had been uh, just played, screwed around with. And I can, I'll show you tonight. They, the critical omissions, the critical omissions. All right, now do me a favor. The 911 tape, do we have that? Let's go ahead and try to make that happen because it's making a lot of news right now. And also, I would like to see if we can hear. It looks like silent video to me. All right. There's anything else here? You want to hear it one more time? I don't think it's really going to help the issue. Now, the other thing we're waiting on is the videotape, the body cam footage from Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, Five cops reportedly beat this guy, um, Tyree Nichols, to death over a traffic violation, reckless driving. You know, it's a body cam. Uh, Doesn't tell the entire story, but it's a critical piece of evidence. And everyone nationwide is bracing for a night of violence. I certainly hope that doesn't happen. And one reason why it might not happen is that the cops who have been fired and arrested for this happen to all be black, and the victim is black. Now, what difference does that make? Well, historically, it does make something of a difference. I've noticed that Black Lives Matter and Antifa and the rest, they really seem to only get excited when the victim is black and the person, the perpetrator is a white cop. That's the way they can make uh, maximum money, get maximum attention. I mean, black children are killed every day, and uh, nobody raises a, much of a fuss, right? What do they call Chicago these days? Uh, Chirac. Chicago. Chirac. Get it? C-H-I-R-A-Q. Chirac. Um, I really hope we don't have a problem tonight. And look, if it's... If the fact that it's black cops who mitigate the uh, the outrage, whatever. I mean, I just don't want there to be death and destruction tonight. We'll look at the videotape. Um, sometimes these things tell, you know, wow, it's like you can't really argue with it. I had that reaction, by the way, when I saw the Rodney King beating. It wasn't body cam footage. It was some guy across the way with a 
what was then kind of cutting-edge technology, a home video recorder. And he caught those cops beating him up. I took one look, and then my dad comes in, and he says, these guys need to be in jail. It was just that open and shut. You know, let a jury figure it all out, you know, but no, no, no un, unquestionably. Uh, all right, here's the 911 call. Here's Pelosi calling 911. I have not heard this yet. Let's go. Please seventy four two thousand twenty two. Oh, I guess I, I guess I, I, I called my mistake. What is this? This is San Francisco Police. Do you need help? Oh, well, there's a gentleman uh, here just waiting for my wife to come back. Nancy Pelosi. Uh, he's just uh, waiting for her to come back because she's not going to be here for a day, so I guess we'll have to wait. Okay, do you need police fire or medical for anything? Uh, I, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Zero, two, twenty-three, and fifty-eight seconds. Uh, there, there's the, uh, um, is the Capitol Police around? No, this they, is San Francisco. They my wife. They're usually, here. They're usually here at the house protecting my wife. Uh, no, this is San Francisco Police. Friday, October. I, I, no, I understand. Eight, two, um, okay, well, zero, uh, two, twenty, four, and what do you think? Uh, he thinks everything's good. Uh, I, I've got a problem, but he thinks everything's good. Zero, uh, okay, call us back if you change your mind. No, 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 this, this gentleman just uh, came into the house, uh, and he wants to wait here for my wife to come home. Zero, two, and so, uh, four, and anyway, he's on the phone. Do you know who the person is? No, I don't know who he is. He, he, uh, uh, he has this, he's telling me, he's, he's telling me not to, uh, he's telling me not to do anything. What is your address, sir? Uh, 26. What is your name? Uh, my name is Paul Pelosi. Friday, anyway, this, this gentleman says that uh, he thinks everything ought to, you know, he, he told me to put the phone down and uh, just do what he said. Okay? Okay, who, what's the gentleman's name? I don't know. What's that? My name's David. Da the name is David. Okay, and who is David? I, I don't know. I, what's that? I'm a friend of theirs. Yeah, I, I, um, he says he's a friend, but... But you don't know who he is? No, no ma'am. Okay. He's telling me I'm being very leading, so i, I got to stop Zero, talking to you, okay? Two, okay. You sure? I can seconds. stay on the phone with you just to make sure everything's okay. No, he, he wants me to get that off the phone. Zero, two, okay. Okay. And zero, eight Thank you. Seconds. Okay, bye. Huh. All right, so look, uh, Paul Pelosi is obviously in the presence of a nut job, it sounds like to me. The guy's giving his name. At one point, he gave his uh, his real name, um, and he's trying to send a message to the dispatcher, right? Uh, now, I'm actually looking at a, a former FBI agent speaking on air saying right now that uh, everything that was in the criminal complaint is reflected in the uh, footage that we just saw. That's actually not true. There are all kinds of discrepancies. I guess whenever anybody is doing any kind of writing and summering, there are going to be discrepancies, um, but there are some. It's not perfect, this thing at all, and no case is perfect. Um, 
that call suggests to me that uh, this is legitimate. Uh, this was a break-in. Um, but to lay this, <laughs> they're trying to say that this was Donald Trump's fault, right? Donald Trump's fault. Because some maniac uh, pulled this off, tried to pull this off. Once again, why wasn't there security around Nancy Pelosi's house? What is she? She's third in line to the presidency. Third in line or second in line? I can't remember. Let's see. It goes president, vice president, speaker. So that would be second in line. The person in front of her would be the vice president. Um, the thing that really tells me this is, uh, you know, look, let's face it. Uh, there are people who have been speculating, uh, and I think it's worthy of speculation. Was there a pre-existing relationship between uh, Pelosi and this guy to pape? And I don't think there was, given that he's using the hammer to break into the house. Okay, we see that. I see this guy wailing away. Now, the police could have been a bit more forthright. They could have been, uh, I think, more professional. Uh, Why did Nancy Pelosi ask for privacy at this time? Did she initially fear that this was something uh, of a lifestyle nature? You know, because she put out a very bizarre statement right after this. She said, um, asking for privacy at this time. You know, if you're the victim of a crime, you don't ask for privacy. You ask for justice, okay? You ask for witnesses to come forward. Uh, privacy, maybe she was uh, maybe she was concerned it was something else. All right, and we were clear all along. We always wanted Paul to get better. But to lay this at the feet of MAGA, as Nancy and her allies did— that's that's contemptible. That is con- that's people get violent crime. It happens. It's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate that the second in line to the presidency didn't have more security. Right. Right. I think so. But hey, this is what they want. They want all the security in the world. And now they're going to get it. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly, Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is the kind of thing. This is the kind of evidence you put out right away. Customarily, it's put out right away. I think we were, they were playing a game. They were playing a game with us. Remember, the attack on Paul Pelosi, they wanted to hang on uh, Trump, on MAGA, on January 6th. Remember all that stuff? Um, But it was just a nut. It was just a crazy person. And crazy people get motivated by all kinds of things. All kinds of things. How about that guy who showed up at the ball field in... Where was it? Northern Virginia, when Steve Scalise and those other members of Congress were playing uh, catch, getting ready for the big congressional ball game. Well, uh, it was a horrible thing. The guy opened fire on on members of Congress. Steve Scalise seriously wounded. And then after that, what happened? Um, I think police shot the guy, shot and killed the guy, as was appropriate, um, because he was using deadly force and all that stuff. But whatever. Um you know, Republicans didn't go around saying that uh, those who criticize Republicans, those on the left, they have put our lives in danger. No, this psychopath put your life in danger, and they're going to be <laughs> they're going to be motivated by all kinds of crazy, weird stuff. Period. Um, I just resent how they tried to malign all of us, and now we know, right? People who had concerns about the vaccine—that's totally legitimate—and <laughs> we're allowed to in America. And I do believe that this vaccine has uh, it has side effects, and you're but all medications have side effects, right? Every single medication in the in the commercial, 
They always tell you all the side effects that could result. I mean, and some of them are pretty big. Suicide, homicide, right? <laughs> you know, heart palpitations, sweats, nausea, weird dreams. Who remembers weird dreams? This could result in weird dreams. Interesting that they never said anything about that with the vaccine, right? And all those PSAs and all those people coming forward telling me to get vaccinated. Even Fauci. Did Fauci ever talk about any side effects? Was this the miracle vaccine that had no side effects? Anyway, they tried to say that people like us who ask questions about this and uh, had some concerns. Hey, I got vaccinated. That's my business. I chose to do it. My, uh, my doctor, my wife, fine. I did it. That worked for me. It may not work for you. Uh, but you got to remember, and I'll play, this, I'll play this tonight, the intensity of it just before the midterms, January 6th. Questions about the election because they went into DePape's computer. And, of course, everything that he was reading must have contributed to his uh, his decision to go into Pelosi's house. Right. Therefore, everything that we were writing about this, every, every all the concerns, we are responsible. That's not the way it works. It is the way it works, though, if you're trying to take over the country and stifle free speech. You know how many bombs went off in protest of the Vietnam War? Lots, lots, lots. Uh, didn't That did not delegitimize opposition to the Vietnam War. You could still be opposed to it. Um, I think we were all, they tried to play us. Anyway, uh, and maybe it worked. Maybe it worked to some degree, you know? Did this give them the oomph they needed just before the, the midterm election? Why did Nancy ask for privacy? Do we know the whole story? No, we don't. But anyway, we're glad that guy's okay. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. You know, we have a a fourth grader who's the mayor of this city. Eric Adams has the mentality of a fourth grader. And the integrity... Fourth graders actually have probably greater integrity than a guy like Adams. And at this moment, at this nadir of New York, having a good old time, bragging about non-existent accomplishments. Cut 26, please. Cut 26. Our administration came into City Hall with a mission and a mandate, reducing gun violence. We've already made real progress. Shooters are down, murders are down, but that means nothing to the mother who lost their child. And we know that major crimes were down last quarter for the first time in six quarters. New Yorkers can finally see safer days ahead after several years of rising crimes. Um, major crime is up, especially in the subways. <laughs> People are dying and getting thrown onto the tracks. Used to happen once or twice a year. Skyrocketed skyrocketed this quintupled and he's getting rid of all the guys all the people with integrity at the police department and getting his buddies in there i don't trust i don't trust him and again back to the eric adams parade it's all about him cut 27 i may wear nice suits but i'm a blue collar cat <laughs> <laughs> Your suits are not that nice, actually. They're overdone, over the top. Um, I think he gets them from that, that one place. Actually, they don't make very good suits. They don't look good after about. So he probably 
They're like brand new suits. That's why they look kind of slick. But those silly vests he wears, over the top, overdressed. Overdressed, that's what he is. Uh, let's see here. Uh, cut 28. And I always say this is my Aaron Judge year, but I was already hitting home runs when I p- picked Police Commissioner Keyshawn Sue, the police department. What the hell did he say there? Wait a second. It sounds like he's calling her Aaron Judge, but he's not. He's saying he's the one. He's he's the big hitter. Is that what he said? And one more time. Can I hear that again, please? And I always say this is my Aaron Judge year, but I was already hitting home runs when I p- picked Police Commissioner Keyshawn Sue, the police department. I, don't know. It's, it, I was already hitting home runs. I think he was saying he, he's hitting home runs before, or whatever. Hey, she's a very nice lady, but uh, professionals understand that she does not have. Hey, has anybody seen her in the past year? Seriously. And by the way, the way they write about her in the Times, very strange. Big write-up about the new police commissioner. Doesn't tell us where she lives. It doesn't tell us where she went to college. Doesn't show us, tell us uh, who she's married to. These are the kinds of simple biographical points that you, you know, a police commissioner is a major, major, major figure in New York, right? Those are the things you kind of talk about when you're getting to know somebody. All omitted. Why did the New York Times feel like that's a... Uh, such questions, such features, is that is this rank of reeks of privilege? Is it that issue? Uh, here he is in dreamland, cut 29. We're going to use proven methods and intensive community support to keep guns culture from taking root and taking over. That means more neighborhood safety teams in more places, more violence prevention programs in neighborhoods with the highest concentration of violent crime, and a new neighborhood safety alliance, a partnership between local precincts, service providers, and community leaders in many of these same neighborhoods. This sounds absolutely nothing at all like what they were talking about in 1969, does it? <laughs> uh, violence interrupters. Uh, those are the, they hand out sweatshirts to people. It's a joke. It doesn't work. You know, it's that whole scared straight. We'll get people from the, from jail to talk to people who, uh, you know, might be facing a life of crime. Talk them out of it, right? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. But it gives him something to talk about, right? And that's, uh, hey, uh, Newsmax, thank you for the support. Newsmax.com. I want Newsmax. I want Newsmax.com. You can go there. You know, we're in a fight. We're trying to survive here because uh, AT&T DirecTV just removed us from its satellite, from its systems. And um, we think that that was basically uh, we were penalized because of our conservative views. It was totally unfair. There are a lot of liberal networks that they carry and uh, they pay them a, uh, a carriage fee. But they didn't want to pay that carriage fee to Newsmax for some reason. Why not? Hmm? I think Vice is getting theirs, right? Vice News. You ever hear is Cheddar getting theirs? They're getting a... unfair. We're targeted, and we got a lot of support though uh, from the American people, from viewers, and um, yeah, people like you, as they say on Channel Thirteen. And speaking of which, Sandra, the great Sandra, she joins us once again. Uh, we actually met in person last night at the Women's Republican Club. Thank you so much for arranging it and for your beautiful introduction and your beautiful gift. She gave me a book about airplanes 
Uh, Sandra, <laughs> welcome. How are you? Oh, I'm fine, thank you. That was so nice to say. I, I Going with your book, I wanted to say that the United States has 5% of the world population and 25% of the total number of people in the world are incarcerated in prisons in the United States. Mm. So based on your book about the broken window theory, if the prisons are overcrowded, how do we deal with the people that do the petty crimes? And, and yeah, I wanted to ask you, what you how, how do you do it if there's no room to put them in prison because they're all filled up? Well, it's not that you necessarily have to throw them in the slammer because they jump the turnstile, but there has to be accountability. You know, you can give them a desk appearance ticket. Uh, you can, you know, you're, you're not going to go to uh, Attica uh, for urinating in public, all right? But you you don't tolerate that kind of behavior, all right? It's not about incarceration. It's about correction. It's about correction. For these low-level offenses, you're not going to jail. You're not going to prison, certainly. But you have to be. You have to be issued a summons. You have to be stopped. And probably more than that, you should be arrested. As you know, um, uh, Rikers is um, is still open <laughs> for now. I know they want to close it. But nobody goes to those. Uh, you don't go to you don't do hard time. And by the way, that 25 percent figure. You know, a lot of liberals like to use that as proof that we are over policing and over incarcerating. Um, it doesn't really prove much of anything when you think about it. I mean, it's not like we're inventing these offenses. It's not. Now, I write about it in my book. There, you know, We have this maybe a frontier mentality. It's uh, the nature of people who've come here from other places. I mean, it took guts to get on a ship and come on over here, right? It just we're a different breed from the rest of the world. Uh, as to why there's more uh, gun offenses as opposed to other countries, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Um, but I like America, really. I like the American spirit, and we're not going to be turned into Scandinavia. But it's very strange. You know, gun culture can prevent violence. For instance, there are more robberies and burglaries in New Zealand than there are in America per capita. And there are also no guns, basically, in New Zealand. Because criminals feel... Uh, less, you know, more emboldened. They don't have to worry about getting shot when they break in somewhere. Isn't that interesting? New Zealand has more burglaries per capita than America. Guns can stop crime as well. It's a deterrent. So, look, I don't pretend to have all the answers. I do know this. America is not a systemically racist place. I do know that cops were not invented as a slave patrol. And I know that Americans are inherently good, and that's why it's so tragic that corporate America signed up unthinkingly overnight with the Black Lives Matter agenda, which is anti-police, anti-American, anti-family, and anti-God. Anyway, uh, so what else? That was a really nice event. Thank you again. Uh, what'd you think? Did, was I taller I than you thought? Was I taller than you thought or shorter? You were taller, actually. Oh, Nice. <laughs> People sometimes and you say know the opposite. What, else? what? Greg, I love what you wrote in my book. Uh, you remember what you wrote in my book? Uh, uh, I'm going to tell oh, you what oh, you wrote in my oh, book. All the best, love, Greg. What did I write? No, the 
the best caller. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're the best caller. <laughs> Thank you, Sandra. It was really nice. And um, yeah, what else can I, 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 I and, and your brother and all that stuff. So we had a great event for my book. Yes. And uh, it was a nice dinner and there was a Q&A and I gave a little speech. My dad was there, gave a little speech. And we talked about your mom, B. And the book, oh, by the way, is uh, still hot, still available. What's it called again? Justice for All, How the Left is Wrong About Law Enforcement. And uh Thank you. Thank you, Sandra. Really nice. You're and, very, uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. The book is really a treat. Uh, meeting your husband, Michael, all that stuff. All right. I don't think the people who were not at the party are probably getting annoyed right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, Sandra, what else? Uh, to be continued. How's the piano? Oh, very well, thank you. Very are you, well. Are you sitting near it? No, not today. I, I took a little break before this event, <laughs> but now I'm going to What do you think back. of the Paul Pelosi tape? Have you seen it yet? No, not yet. You may want to go I see it. To, it's a little bit, it's it's strange, but it looks like, uh, you know, it looks like they arrested the right guy, the tape, and he deserved to be arrested. Uh, I think they purposely fueled uh, speculation about, you know, what may have happened by withholding evidence for as long as they did. Hey, Sandra, thank you again. Uh, We'll talk, and I'll be right back. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Yeah. Anti-war protesters, especially during the Vietnam era, they liked detonating bombs all over the place, including in the Capitol, including uh, outside of uh, the Pentagon, Um, But you could still be opposed to that war. That was a legitimate political stance to have. And just because some crazy people did that, it did not, in my opinion, delegitimize the anti-war movement. You could be anti-war in this country. Um, You know, supporting Bernie Sanders. I don't agree with Bernie Sanders on much of anything. Um, But... Hey, he's a he's a candidate. He's uh, uh, put his positions out there. Some people agree with him. One guy agreed with him so much he went a little bit overboard, fanatical, and he shot up a bunch of uh, Republican baseball players, softball players. Remember? Um, now you don't want to do that, obviously. But did that delegitimize uh, Bernie Sanders and anybody who wanted to vote for him? Of course not. At the Republican National Committee, uh, the convention in 2020, remember it was held at the White House? Does anybody remember what happened around that time? The riots that took place and how the people coming in and out were badgered and harassed and threatened? Remember Rand Paul? Remember how they treated him? Now, these were horrible people, a mixture of misfits, BLM, Antifa, whatever, but did that delegitimize the entire Democrat Party? Uh, well, maybe it did, actually, because so many of them have signed up for this crap. Signed up for uh, this that hideous ideology. Um, but on our side, I think we can differentiate from the extreme behavior and from what is normal, what is within the mainstream. The Make America Great agenda is not a radical agenda. They try to portray it as such. What? Upholding the Constitution? Protecting our borders? Having a strong military? Not losing foreign wars? Not getting involved in foreign wars unnecessarily? Hmm? Standing up to China? 
telling everybody in America that you have the right to free speech? How about we want to put a check on government growth? How is that radical? If you're a Democrat, you should be on board with the Make America Great Again agenda. But it's racist. Oh, really? You know who the heroes? You could give see some of the heroes of the MAGA movement. And one of the one of the standouts right now is uh, Candace Owens. She's amazing. Sheriff Clark, Doctor Ben Carson. Uh, this is not a movement about race. It's a movement about values. The other side. And why do I bring all this stuff up? Because of the uh, the stunt they pulled. The way they portrayed this maniac who attacked Paul Pelosi as somehow representative of uh, January 6th uh, frustration or uh, you know, MAGA. No, he was just a nut job. Just like the guy who shot up uh, that baseball field. Just a nut job. It's going to happen. And we don't talk like children. We, we know that there are some crazy people out there, but we're not just talking to them, right? We're adults, right? I think so. Uh, let's see here. Where's my little board? I got a. Uh, let's try Alan in West Virginia. Hi. Hi. Uh, this is Alan in Pennsylvania. Oh, I don't know why they said you were in West Virginia. So what's up? Uh, uh, I'm doing some research on uh, what's going on with Newsmax and AT and T, and uh, I was looking up information on the Holocaust Encyclopedia. And that's exactly what was going on in Germany, Germany, 1933. What? Tell me. It was, uh, they wanted to control the media using the radio, the newspapers, and the film media. And they were promoting the burning of books. Hey, when uh, you burn books, what do they say? I don't know who said it, but when you burn books, ultimately people will burn. And now they're trying to cancel books. They're canceling authors. Still can't believe what they did to Linda Fairstein, who's fighting back, by the way. The prosecutor and the uh, – she was really the advisor to the Central Park jogger case. Um, Hey, isn't it today Holocaust Awareness Day? Yeah. And what was interesting that they actually were telling the soldiers to uh, – they were actually censoring the the letters uh, that the soldiers wrote home. Yeah. Hey, man, where in Pennsylvania are you? Where are you? Uh, Pike County. Uh, hey, did Dr. Oz legitimately lose that race? I've got my doubts. Yep, and uh, Fetterman uh, had a kid in private school. Fetterman, Fetterman, yeah, private school, no kidding. Yeah, everything about that guy's yeah. a hypocrite. Thank you, Alan, very much. Hey, I want to go to Alex real quick. Hi, Alex. Well, hi, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I just want to say, uh, with regards to the Vietnam War, Yeah. That the Vietnamese people actually wanted an autocracy and they wanted a unified country. The United States didn't have an ethical right to prevent them from making their choice. You know, we may prefer a democracy, but they did not. Oh, yeah? I don't know if the South Vietnamese agreed with you. We ended up killing three million Vietnamese. Hey, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, There was a major, major belief among the South Vietnamese people, they hated communism. They renounced communism. Don't make it sound like, uh, you know, look, we can disagree about whether or not America should have been in Vietnam. But uh, the South Vietnamese were virulently anti-communist. They hated communism. If the majority of Vietnamese 
uh, hated communism and wanted democracy, Vietnam today would be a democracy. It is not because the majority do not want it. Hey. That's how that's how political science works. The majority get their way. Hey, things change. Do you remember the domino theory? Okay, we were fighting for our we were fighting communism globally, and we had to take a stand against communism. Now we essentially have defeated communism, right? I don't think it would have uh, been defeated had America just said, "Okay, we're going to have uh, you know we're just going to focus on our democracy." We're not going to uh, we're not going to impose our viewpoint on anybody else. We're just going to we're just going to hope that communism collapses under its own weight. I think we needed to give it a push, Alex. I think we had to show that we were willing to fight and die for it. Now, Vietnam, probably, as you mentioned, it went totally communist and, uh, you know, no skin off my back. Right. I mean, really, I'm sorry, but, you know, it's totally communist. Is it totally communist today still? Can I can I make a final point? Hey, no, you tell me right now. Is it totally communist today? Still, uh, they have elements of capitalism. It's yeah, it's to- more like uh, like Hong Kong. Anyway, all right. What's your final point? My final point is that your reasoning and the reasoning of the Fox News commentators does not recognize that people are willing to make a choice which is different from ours. Yeah, well, I, so look, I understand. There's to- no, 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 no. They say Fox News. You don't have to look. Ethno, I think it's called ethnocentrism, right? And that's something we have had to grapple with. I believe it or not, dude, I kind of agree with you right now. I actually agree with you. For instance, Afghanistan. Afghanistan. I only wanted to go in there to get Al Qaeda and to get bin Laden and to get Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. I didn't want to rebuild their economy, I didn't want to create a democracy over there. Because you're right. There are populations in the world. Now, I disagree with you about what was happening, actually, between 1959 and 1975 in South Vietnam. You remember all the people who were desperate to get out of South Vietnam. I disagree with you about that, Alex. But in a broader context, and I don't know why you see, you seemed a little jerky there, you know, you Fox News commentators. I don't think you'd get this on Fox News. Um, but anyway, Alex, thank you. You do remember the evacuation, right? From South Vietnam, South Vietnam, all those people on the roof of the embassy, desperate to get out. All the helicopters we threw overboard to make room for all those refugees. I thought that was very big of America. Anyway, but it was overall probably a mistake. And um, yeah, we got to pick our battles and wars wisely. I'll be back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Yeah, that's me. Uh, all right, so it's been about an hour since we played the the body cam video. Uh, shall we do this again? I think we should. This is the body cam video. Oh, first off, um, there's a battle going on right now to see who's going to lead the Republican Party, and I really hope it's uh, Harmy Dillon. I, I like her. I'm not crazy about Ronna McDaniel at all. Uh, Harmie Dillon is a California lawyer. She's been on my Newsmax show a bunch of times. Very, very smart. Look, I'm sorry, but after what the hell happened in uh, the midterms, Ronna McDaniel doesn't deserve another term. And by the way, I think she's Mitt Romney's cousin or niece or something like that. Um, not my cup of tea. And she basically has thrown Trump under the bus numerous times. Numerous times. She's one of those Republicans who uh, really would prefer Trump gone. And so many of them, so many, and not the Republicans, not the rank and file, but the 
those who make their money, their livelihood out of being Republicans, you know, the consultant class, the, I don't know, the director of this, the party that, you know, there's a huge infrastructure to being a Republican Party employee, I guess. And they all want Ronna McDaniel because they probably were hired by her, you know, owe her something or, you know, she owes them something and they want to keep that shit. But after what happened in those midterms, I don't think so. And I still don't hear anybody talking about election fraud and that these elections are so, in my opinion, basically set up so that a Republican will never win again. I'm really worried about that. Uh, some of these uh, some of these states, they're playing all kinds of games. Oh, ballots for everybody. You need some more ballots. Here are some more ballots. Those things should be under lock and key and ultra protected and safe. Instead, we're just mailing them to people. Here, you need a ballot here. I'm gonna do it. You don't even have to ask for one. You don't even have to ask for one. I voted mail-in for, I don't know, maybe 10 years. 10 years I voted mail-in, no matter where I was. And it was kind of, it wasn't a pain, but I had to do it. I had to proactively, you know, call Nassau County. I was registered to vote there. And I got the ballot sent to me, a special one. But now you just sit back on your fat ass and they send you one. Send you two, send you five for your whole family. Make sure they all vote the same way. That's another thing about this, coercion. It's supposed to be a secret ballot. What happens when they get all the employees from the union in one room to fill out those ballots together? Oh, let's check to make sure you did it right. And the ballots, by the way, in New York, when I voted... When I voted for Lee Zeldin, when I voted for Curtis, I noticed that they were very, very hard to read. And I've got decent vision. And those little ovals were way too small. It was very easy to make a mistake on that. Very easy. Very weird. And yeah, why the hell were was there uh, Chinese writing all over mine? W- why would that be? You know, only citizens can vote. And to be a citizen, even though we do not have an official language here, you have to be able to speak English to become a citizen. Right? Yes, you do. That citizenship oath is given in English. Why? Why was that? It's one of the many weird things about what's going on right now. I don't trust the elections. And, uh, all right, do we trust... Do we trust Nancy Pelosi? Nope. But uh, it looks like her husband was genuinely victimized. I'm sure there's a backstory. It doesn't necessarily matter anymore what the backstory is. You know, look, it doesn't look like they knew each other because DePape, we now have the video of him breaking in. So there's that. What else about it? The whole thing was weird. And here's the here's the body cam footage, Okay. Let's do it. These are the cops you'll hear approaching the house. And if you haven't seen it, uh, you'll only be able to hear it. I'll try to tell you what's going on in it. Go ahead. Yeah, definitely don't want all of here. Chit-chat among definitely cops. Definitely don't want all of here. Hello. They're going up to Pelosi's house. About to knock on the door. The door opens. And Pelosi and DePaper just standing there, smiling, holding a hammer. Yeah. 
the guy's a nut job. If you were really conducting a genuine home invasion and you were professional at home invading, you wouldn't let the guy you're home invading make a phone call. Uh, but that's what he does. Go ahead. Oh, I guess I, I guess I, I called on the What is this? This is San Francisco Police. Do you need help? Oh, well, there's a gentleman uh, here just waiting for my wife to come back. Nancy Pelosi. Uh, he's just uh, waiting for her to come back. She's not going to be here for a day, so I guess we'll have to wait. Okay, do you need police fire or medical for anything? Uh, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Zero, two, twenty-three, and fifty-eight seconds. Yeah, there's the, uh, um, is the Capitol Police around? No, this is San Francisco. They're usually here, they're usually here at the house protecting my wife. No, this is San Francisco Police. Friday, October. I, I, no, I understand. Eight, two, um, thousand, twenty-two. Okay, well, zero, uh, two, twenty-four, and I know, what do you think? Uh, he thinks everything's good. Uh, I've got a problem, but he thinks everything's good. Zero, uh, okay, call us back if you change your mind. No, 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 this, this gentleman just uh, came into the house. Uh, and he wants to wait here for my wife to come home. Zero, two, and so, uh, four, and anyway, he's do, you know, do you know who the person is? No, I don't know who he is. He, he, uh, uh, he has this, he's telling me, he's, he's telling me not to, uh, he's telling me not to do anything. What is your address, sir? Uh, 26. What is your name? Uh, my name is Paul Pelosi. Friday, anyway, this, this gentleman says that uh, he thinks everything ought to, you know, he, he told me to put the phone down and uh, just do what he said. Okay? Okay, who, what's the gentleman's name? I don't know. What's that? My name is David. Da the name is David. Okay, and who is David? I, I don't know. I, what's that? I'm a friend of theirs. Yeah, I, I, um, he says he's a friend, but... But, say, you don't, never, but you don't know who he is? No, no ma'am. Okay. He's telling me I'm being very leading, so i, I got to stop Zero, talking to you, okay? Two, okay. You sure? I can stay on the phone with you just to make sure everything's okay. No, he, he wants me to get that off the phone. Zero, two, okay. Okay. And zero, eight Thank you. Seconds. Okay, bye. All right, so Paul Pelosi's obviously uh, trying to get help at the house. Good for him. Uh, he's got a maniac on his hands. He doesn't want to set the maniac off, but he also wants to tell the dispatcher what's going on, and I think she gets the drift. I know she does. So, uh, look, some of my questions and doubts have been answered, and and, and I've been re reassured, okay, that this was a legitimate uh, nut job, went into that house to grab him because he was angry at who the hell knows what. All right? We have that in this country. We have maniacs. It's regrettable. But you can't blame MAGA. You can't blame Trump. You can't blame me. You can't blame January 6th. You can't blame uh, those of us who are concerned about our health and the vaccine. They're going to be, uh, I don't know what percentage it is, 
0.02% of the population who will look at the news and go nuts, no matter what it is, on both sides, on both on all sides. There's more than two sides, right? All right, give me a moment, please. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Uh, uh oh, hold on one second. Hey, something really nice I read about the Guardian Angels. Guardian Angels and the head of the Guardian Angels uh, is uh, right down the hall, actually. Curtis Sliwa, uh, amazing guy. And who remembers the Central Park jogger case? Well, um, you know, you know what she went through. Terrible, terrible, and. Months later, actually about a year or so later, uh, they had a the Guardian Angels ran a beautiful kind of uh, support event for her. And listen to this. This is she's writing about this during her recovery. This is the Central Park jogger. Her name is Trisha Miley, and uh, she's up at the hospital, but she's you know going through physical therapy and she's making improvements. Um. I kept up with the news just as I had at the hospital during the pre-trial hearings, but I didn't get caught up in it. By the time the delay was granted and a new trial set, I knew I would be testifying, but there was nothing I could do in the meantime, so I kept my regular routine. One event did move me deeply. I had heard that the Guardian Angels were doing something in support of me in Central Park the day before the trial started, so I went to investigate. When I got there, I was handed a blue ribbon and a flyer. I was surrounded by people taking the ribbons and pinning them on, and I did so too. I was, of course, unknown to them, just one of the crowds standing up for right in the face of wrong. And this is what it said on the uh, the leaflet. Guardian age, excuse me, Guardian angels urge you to support the Central Park jogger and show unity with all New Yorkers. We're blue Wednesday, June 13th, 1990. Stand up for what's good in our city. Show support for this innocent woman, as well as the countless other female and male victims of all races and ethnic groups. It's not a question of black versus white. It's about what's wrong and what's right. In a few weeks, isn't that nice? (laughs) It's really nice. And this is a great lady, I think. All right. Hey, David, you want to say something about the Paul Pelosi situation? You're in California. Hi. You know, it's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Um, I believe that he did have a relationship with Paul, and he, even though he broke in, you know, had some kind of degenerate relationship around sex or drugs, was desperate, broke in. They were too casual with each other, holding that hammer uh, with, with each other, having a drink in his hand, like, oh, yeah, I'm breaking in. You're under attack. You mind if I make myself a drink first? So uh, do you believe that the police waited too long to jump on him once they saw the hammer? If you remember, I called you uh, when this first broke. All right, said, stop. Yeah, no, 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 no. I don't think the police did anything wrong. You kind of come in. You got to assess. There's a lot of things to assess. All right. I don't think the cops. Uh, I don't think the cops were late. I think they did the right thing. I really do. I mean, I have no issue with the cops. And 
you know, cops can make mistakes. Uh, usually they don't. I think I'm usually, you know, but I, I don't see any problem here. And if I did, I would tell you. Uh, the other thing, I, I look, I can only go with what we have. And it is possible that there's a pre-existing relationship to this day. There is. Uh, but even, look, let's pretend that you were my friend and you came over to my house. And, um, you know, uh, even though we know each other, we had an argument and you started threatening me, you know, I could still call the cops. You know, I would still need help. And it would still be a crime, even if we were friends or former friends, if you hit me in the head with a hammer. So, yeah, there could be more to this story. But, you know, we saw what we saw. And, yes, the drink is weird. Most crimes are a little bit weird, though. Something always off happens. David, what do you think? Yeah, well, I think you're right about the cops didn't do anything wrong. And I do think they had a relationship for him to hit him over the head, even in front of the police. That means he was really, he, you know, he, he he felt betrayed by Pelosi. Now, that's interesting. That is interesting. The betrayal. The betrayal. But you heard the call, all the stuff he was saying right in front of him. And he said he didn't know him. Anyway, David, uh, you gave Keep keep thinking. I'll be back. Greg Kelly. Entertaining and informative. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Uh, thanks again to the Women's Republican Club. A uh, big speech, very fancy event. Lots of great questions about my new book, Justice for All, how the left is wrong about law enforcement all over the place. Get it wherever books are sold. Thank you to those who have bought it. Uh, those who are still thinking about it, come on. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'd appreciate it. And thank you. And thank you. All right. So this thing, I'm still wrestling with uh, Paul Pelosi stuff. Um I have to say that it looks like he's a genuine victim of a crime. And I think David, David's concerns, I have those concerns. But I, in all likelihood, I don't think they knew each other. It's possible they did. However, even if they did, like I pointed out to David, you know, if I invite you over to my house and suddenly you go rogue and hit me over the head with a hammer, uh, that still means I'm the victim of a crime and you're a criminal, right? What do you think, Chris? Uh, hi, Chris. How are you? Basking Ridge, New Jersey. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? Good. I think this is the part of the show where you go, you know what? I was completely wrong about Paul Pelosi, and I need to apologize. No, I don't. Not not, not at all. Absolutely not. No, they're very strange, very strange the way this was handled by the police early on. And you know who should apologize is Nancy Pelosi for exploiting this, for exploiting this issue just before the election, trying to January 6ify it, trying to blame anybody who raise questions about the vaccine. You do understand, Chris, that there are nut jobs all over the place, and they react to the news in different ways. You understand that, Chris? Yeah, Greg. I do, Greg. But why are we going to the vaccine all of a sudden Because we're talking because, about Paul Pelosi? Because, Chris, if you look back, I guess you don't follow the news as closely as I do, but if you look back, they went to his computer and they say, oh, look at this, he's an anti-vaxxer. Oh, look at this, he had questions about the election. So they tried to associate all of us who had those concerns with him. And then they tried to say that having those concerns actually about those issues, and it's totally legitimate to have those doubts and concerns, that somehow that's going to lead to more violence, to more people like Paul Pelosi. That's the issue. Well, let me ask you, why do the cops have to tell you everything that happened in that situation? 
Why do the cops have to tell us, oh, by the way, you know, they work for the public. You know that, right? And you also know, perhaps you don't, but that contrary to what I want, because I don't think the body camera footage or 911 tape should ever be released. I have said that publicly. Uh, I feel like we have HIPAA laws that protect the confidentiality of, of patients. I think that if we get into the practice, as we already are, it makes people perhaps less likely to call 911 because they don't want to make the news. So I think it could ultimately endanger people. Uh, however, I didn't come up with the, the, the standard practice of releasing this stuff. And if you watch my Newsmax show, I have a feeling you don't. I've gone through about do- a few dozen cases where something big and controversial happens and the police put the tape out right away. Uh, the police chief there was very circumspect. Now, some of us thought, okay, what's going on here? Now, probably what happened was these are VIPs, and they got overly sensitive and kind of scared, which happens sometimes. If you have a big boss, you know, oh, oh, it's a VIP, and you freeze up and you start making mistakes. Anyway, Chris, thanks for calling. Basking Ridge, New Jersey. I believe that's where Tom Hanks's fictional little kid character was in Big, if I'm not mistaken. Is, oh, he's not there anymore. Uh, let's try Don in Oakdale, Long Island. Hi. Good afternoon, Greg. Thanks for taking my call, and thank you for your service. I just had two thoughts to run by you. One being, if what, why Paul got the hammer is because he said he didn't know the guy, and that insulted him and got him mad. And if he told the police he— Wait, 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 wait. hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, I don't think he said, I don't know the guy, in that little vestibule. The only thing I heard—the only thing I heard Paul Pelosi say— was high. I don't think he said anything else. Let's hear. Do me a favor. Can you can you fast forward to right where the door knocks? All right. Just hold on a second, okay? Right where the cops knock on the door. Yeah. Twenty six twenty, right? No, twenty six forty. Yeah, it literally said in there. Hi. Hey guys. How you doing? How are you? What's going on, man? Everything's good. Hi. Hi Drop the hammer. Um, nope. Hey, 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 hey. What is Pardon going on right now? I'm not getting an answer on call. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, stop, 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 stop. Uh, so it wasn't there in that moment. I didn't hear Paul Pelosi say, I don't know this guy. He said upstairs that he didn't know him on the phone. But you got to admit that conversation seemed pretty, uh, pretty, pretty light in a way. You know what I mean? I don't know, Don. Or they came downstairs, or he made it. Was it before, or after? Because if it was before, that's what pissed the guy off. Wait, wait, wait. wait he before, said he didn't. No, I mean, if it was before he got really mad, I mean, some period of time elapsed. The call was made obviously before the cops got there. And if he was mad, well, why didn't he hit him with the hammer right away? Look, it's a weird case. Uh, but I now have seen the video of the guy breaking into the house, and uh, I know it's weird with the drink. I know. Not all crimes are perfect. There's always weird stuff. Um, and I'm going to go back to the thing. There could have been. I'm not ruling it out. There could be a, some sort of pre-existing relationship. Who knows? There was some sort of, like, role-play component. I doubt it, but maybe. And even if there was, that doesn't mean, let's say for the sake of conversation, uh, 
I don't want to use that example. Ah, let's say I hired a prostitute and the prostitute attacked me, attacked me, right? I mean, <laughs> it would be very awkward, but I'd still be the victim of a crime. And uh, we don't have any indication that this uh, the pape is a prostitute. So, Don, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm open-minded, as usual, as, as you can tell. What else? Well, I just heard him say on the phone that he didn't know the pape. So, anyway, that's now in his mind. So, then it was downstairs, and that's when the police came, and that's when everything came undone. But he, the pape knew that he said he didn't know him. And if you would have said he knew him, that would change everything. Well, I think the pape is a bit of a nut job. I mean, I think it, 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 based on what I know about his life, he's kind of crazy. And that's fine. Hey, listen, even if they knew each other, let's pretend for a moment they knew each other. Uh, you still can't hit somebody in the head with a hammer, right? I mean, uh, you saw you saw what I saw. You saw it, right? Guy lunges at him with a hammer. I mean, whatever made him angry... He lunged at him with a hammer, and you can't do that in America. I, I agree, but the bottom line, he wasn't really there for Paul, and that's even more alarming. You know, He thought he was going to intercept Nancy, and that that would have been complete chaos. Obviously. Well, they would have had some more uh, security there, and uh, you know, she, they, she gets a hell of a lot of security. But look, they were too circumspect in the early stages of this thing. They were weird. They may have been freaked out because these were VIPs, as I said, they may have been concerned. I think Nancy was concerned. Okay, is Paul up to his old tricks again? I mean, let's face it. This is the second time he's been on body cam, police body cam footage in less than a year. So he's uh, he's quite the character, a little bit. I mean, he's... Uh... All right, Don, thank you. I am kind of curious about this. Like, um, uh, let's see if there's anybody else who wants to say anything about this. Uh... Ah, Frank on Long Island. Hi, Frank. Yes. Yeah, how you doing, Greg? Uh let me just first say uh, I'm a true patriot because I did buy your book and I found it and, and I do like it. Uh, my my first, uh, I was struck from the beginning of this whole Pelosi is the lack of like awareness of the police where they were going to. I mean, was there no like E nine eleven system where the address or the phone number pops up and tells you that it's a sensitive location, that it's you know the residence of the. The Speaker of the House. Well, wait a second. Number one, I mean, what difference does it make? I don't know that they did not know this was the Speaker. This was the Speaker's house. I don't know if they knew that or not. I don't know. I don't know if it's necessarily relevant. All right, something weird is going on in the House. The cops show up. I don't see, and I've watched the tape. I guess you have too. I don't see anything like non-standard or anything that should have been different. If this were somebody else's house or if they knew it was the speaker's house, I mean, what do you do? What do they do? They walk up to the house and they knock on the door. What? How else should they have behaved? I, I don't know. And, and by the way, they got there really quick. They got there, you know, within like two or three minutes. It was pretty quick. So I don't know what difference it would have made if they knew. And maybe they did know, but I don't know. I I got it from early on when they first started reporting on this. That they didn't know they were going to that residence, which I, mean, I found— I, Kind of out, you know, it, you know, it, it just glared out at me because it should have been marked as a sensitive location. I mean, granted, you could say that, you know, people shouldn't get. I, I uh, guess. Let me, let me ask you something. I mean, what difference would it have made in the police response? What difference would it have made? If anything, it could have gotten them a little bit tighter, a little bit. Oh, that happens sometimes, by the way. And you know who complains about this? Believe it or not. I've heard, Oh, gosh, this reminds me of a whole different thing. Celebrities. 
when celebrities go to the hospital. You know what happens? The doctors get starstruck sometimes, okay? They get starstruck and they screw things up and they, oh, this is a VIP, this is a VIP. I've heard of that happening. So I don't know what difference it would have made. And maybe it was even better, all right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I mean, I, 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 it's interesting, but I don't think it's relevant in a weird way. I mean, it's not irrelevant, but I just don't think it's decisive or pivotal, Frank. Yeah, I, I think they just should have known where they were going to beforehand. As soon as that call came in, I know. But I mean, let's more. face it. You, I mean, look, they walked. They, they proceeded the way they should. And I don't know, you know. And by the way, you know, seconds count, minutes count. You know, do you really have to straighten it out? Who's calling me? Who who made this call? I think the most important part is getting the address right and finding the right house. You know how often they show up at the wrong house? That happens. You know, fine. When you got to go to a party and you're looking for a house, you ever notice how challenging that can be? You know what I mean? Like, oh, where is this house? Is it on that side? Is it on this side? And they, if you listen, can I hear the 911 thing again one more time? They really seem to be talking about the address a lot. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. The body cam when they respond. The cops is there as they're going up the path. Go ahead. Yeah, definitely don't want all of here. I definitely don't want all of here. Hello. Are you sure this is the one? That's what he said. 2620, right? No, 2640. Oh. Yeah, 2620, 2640. They bleeped out the address. Hi. How you doing? Oh, yeah. What's going on, man? Everything's good. Hi. Drop the hammer. Um, nope. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. What is Pardon going on here? I'm not getting an answer. I'm All right, man. It's weird. It's weird. I, I still don't know if it would have made a difference. And, oh, by the way, Frank, let's face it, you know, a lot of things get said. A lot of things get reported. A lot of things get misreported. And I haven't seen, like, the definitive after-action report about this that said these cops either knew or did not know who lived there. You know, a lot of the information they give out, they give out sometimes, early information is often wrong. So, again, I, I think the police response was pretty swift. And they did what they had to do. I don't know. All right? I would have been just a, a bit quicker if it had been flagged as a sense of location. I don't think so, man. Not, I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, people in extremists, they're not supposed to go faster when it's an important person. Oh, it's just a, it's an ordinary person. We'll take our time. It's an important person. We're going to rush. I don't, I don't think that's the way it should work. But, hey, Frank, thanks for buying the book. I appreciate your call. You make some good points. It's interesting. It's a, I like talking about it. Uh, and let's do one more. Uh, Michael, Rockaway Beach. Yeah. Hey, Greg, what's up? Um, I just uh, got a report from a friend of mine that these trials that they're having on January 6th, that the police body cam have come out, and it's showing that certain officers at the scene that day were using brutal tactics against the peaceful protesters from the very, very beginning, one of them is mentioned is this Officer Daniel Tao. Um, he tased four people that were innocently demonstrating, 
and then he was tossing explosives and munitions into the crowd, and that's what enraged some of the men that were there. All right, well, number one, I don't know anything about Daniel Tao. I don't know anything about who that guy is and what he did or did not do. I don't know that, so i got to say we don't know what you're talking about to a point. I do know this, Michael. I saw what you've seen, not in the body camera footage, but I've seen other footage from uh, the protesters. That some of these cops seem to be going, <laughs> going to town on these people. I mean, in another context, they would be criticizing the police officers, but because it's a bunch of MAGA people, they're not criticizing the police officers. And there's another thing you mentioned that uh, reminds me. You're right. There was a portion where they were just standing around a bunch of people. They were, it looked like they were on the verge of going home and dispersing. And then it looks like it looks like the Capitol Hill police throw a bunch of stun grenades into the crowd. I don't know if you do that when a crowd is peaceful and about to go home. That could have that could have incited something. I mean, it probably did. Michael, interesting, very interesting. And I want to do one more on this because uh, there's a lot of interest. Uh, yeah, all right, do me a favor, stick around. I'll be right back. I got to get to uh, you guys. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly, Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Yeah, listen, uh, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. There's still some questions about this uh, Pelosi thing. Not everything is asked. And there are real, and I mentioned this before, some pretty key discrepancies between the uh, affidavit. Uh, a couple of things have been filed so far. There's a federal document. There's a there's a local document, and some of the things they do right, it's uh, it's not supported by the evidence. Uh, I guess, yeah, there's one where they say the police opened the door, but whoever opened the door was inside the house, and that contradicted what the police said. And there are some contradictions. However, that just might be sloppiness. I'm surprised sloppiness on such a high-profile uh, case. Uh, all right, some folks, I got to go through this real quick. I appreciate it so much. Friday phones, open phone, whatever you want to call it. Leo on the Upper West Side, yeah. Hi, Greg. Uh, I didn't see the video, of course, but I was just thinking, if they know each other, they have some fight, and he came and he broke the door, they maybe have just just verbal fight between each other. There was no violence, no blood, no nothing. And he several times, Pelosi told him several times, if you're not going to leave, I'm going to call the cops. But the guy, until the moment when the cops really showed up on the door, he didn't believe he would call cops on him. That's what pissed him off on the end as he hit him with the hammer. Uh, you Okay. Hey, man, Leo, I appreciate it. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But thank you, Leo, very much. Uh, let's do uh, Kenny in Bayside. Kenny. Was that Nancy's fancy house with the meat locker? With All the right, Kenny, i got to put you on. Would you stop it with your nonsense, Kenny? I'm getting, I'm, I've had it to hear with you. Kenny, Kenny, those games. Kenny, own up to your identity. Stop screwing around like that. All right, you got that? Paul in Dutchess County, yes. Afternoon, Bullets. Uh, can you do me a personal favor? If you haven't become mayor, can you do something about this 25-hour-an-hour speed limit? This is ridiculous. Where are, you, where, are you, wife, where are you driving? Well, I'm I'm in Queens now. I came down to see some family. I don't think so, it's that uh, ridiculous on the uh, on the side streets. I, you know, 25 is probably is 25 is okay. I can live with 25. Uh, I can right. no, I can live with 25. I mean, you know, what's kind of ludicrous is 45 on the FDR. I mean, let's be real here. Anyway, what's up? Uh, well, there was a caller uh, earlier about talking about Vietnam and how they wanted to be communist. Now, I was there. A couple of years back, I'll make that five years ago. And? And 
Nah, I think they got buyer's remorse over there because to tell you what, they were all complaining about the government. Number one complaint, they can't vote. Government gives them nothing, takes advantage of their resources, sells them abroad. The health care sucks. Poverty is really bad, and they can do nothing about it. They're basically stuck. So I don't think they're that thrilled with being communist, although, you know, they do have capitalism. It's part of what goes on there, but it's it's controlled. Understood. Yeah. Some people say it's a great place to go on vacation. Uh, I've never it been. Uh, it is? Yeah? You had a good time? I had a great time. The place is awesome. The people are so nice. Huh. I highly recommend Food is great. It's All right. a great place to One of these days, thank you. I got to go with Liz and Yonkers. She's got something about this thing. Hi, Liz. Hi. And? Hello? Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm on Paul Pelosi's side in this. I think he was trying to stay very calm and let them know that there was someone in his house that he did not know. He said he didn't know him. He said he didn't know his name. He said he says he's a friend. I thought that the 911 operator wasn't handling it too well. No, she was picking up on it. She picked up on it, don't you think? I guess she did because the cops came. Yeah. But I really think he was trying to stay calm and have this crazy man whom he did not know, who was in his house, stay calm. And he said to them, do you have the Capitol Police? Trying to give her the idea. My wife is Nancy Pelosi from the Capitol. Well, you know, he, yeah, he said he said the name out loud. Uh, look, the nine one one call. Yeah, he seems like he's keeping his wits about him, and he's trying to give signals. And this guy's crazy, and you can kind of do that in front of a crazy person, get away with it. Maybe uh, I don't disagree. Uh, there are some anomalies. There's some weird stuff, but there's always weird stuff in life. What I'm getting angrier and angrier at, though, however, is the uh, is Nancy Pelosi, the left, the media, who try to exploit this and use it against Trump and use it against Republicans and use it against MAGA. Oh, if only you people had not talked about the vaccine, all that stuff. Anyway, I'll see you tonight. Many thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.